T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. When you look at the National Football League and the salary cap situation, and it's the same for all teams, what we try to do is we look at it over a time frame. One year is a Polaroid snapshot, but actually there are multiple years involved. And at some point, the reconciliation has to come. Our spending in 2020, our spending in 2021, and our spending in 2022, the aggregate of that uh, was we were 27th in the league in cash spending. So, so a couple of years were low, one year was high. But over a three-year period, we're one of the lowest spending teams in the league. It's Coach Belichick today doing his uh, season post-mortem. It's Christian Arcan here alongside Megan Ottolini, Arcan and Mego, Andy Hart in the house for this uh, hour as well. And then we're kicking him out. Um, Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, what'd you make of Bill's comments there? Um, there was a question about the big spending spree and how they spent all that money on all those free agents two years ago, and uh, he kind of rebuked the idea that they'd been spending wildly with uh, with that comment. What did you uh, think of that, Megan? Oh, we're starting with we're me. starting with Mego this time. So it's a whole new hour, whole new uh, whole new way of going. <laughs> It's interesting because he it, it harkens back to 2020 to me when he kind of was dancing around making excuses with Charlie Weiss. And he said, mm. you know, well, we basically like put it all. I can't remember the exact phrases, but like put it all out there went with Brady's last year and to win out these final few seasons. And, you know, he could kind of say that because of the 2018 Super Bowl. But what we were really talking about then was drafting. And, like, your, your drafts have just been can't, – can't you just fess up to the drafts being so bad? And I just feel that a lot of this shows a pretty different side of Belichick that we're seeing now that he's at, you know, kind of 500 with this team, which is excuse-making. Yeah. And it goes further where it's uh, – it sounds like, you know, he's going back with his hands up to – uh, to craft uh, in the offseason saying, like, we're going to need to spend a lot again. And here's the way that I'm kind of moving the numbers around to say that one big spend was an outlier and otherwise really we're bottom of the league here. Yeah, I, when I heard it, shots fired. Like, in my head, I'm thinking shots fired. That's a shot at Robert Kraft right there and his money and his spending. And because, you know, Robert talked last spring about not getting return on some of his investments. So yep. I think there's these little phrases that go back and forth. But I also think Mego's right. We always call Bill a defensive coach because he coached Lawrence Taylor and his his game plan for the Bills is in the Hall of Fame. 
We also found out that he gets really defensive when he's criticized, when he's not winning, when he doesn't hold the hammer of we're the best team, I'm rolling along as big bad Bill Belichick. He's done it a number of times over the last two or three years. Next Whether, question. You know, oh, penalties. Oh, well, we didn't have any penalties on defense this week. And, right. Uh, oh, our defense. I think our defense actually ranked pretty high statistically if I can go back. Like, Bill, okay, relax. Like, it's oh, you're, part of his job is taking criticism. Wasn't he defensive about the exact uh, the, uh, the inverse of this whole thing a couple years ago when he's like, well, the last few years we sold out? Yeah, remember that's that? What I was like, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie we sold Weiss. everything out. Was it, was it Weiss? He was with yeah. Weiss because, yeah, you know, that's Weiss right. is that his is friend. So he sure. sat down yeah. and granted yep. this, you know, interview right. yep. to explain why things weren't going well. I forgot that and it was Weiss that he said that to be. And he gets defensive. What we did the last five years, we sold out and. Won three Super Bowls, played in the fourth, and played in an AFC championship game. Why was he being asked that question? Because you were stumbling through an ugly Cam Newton season. I mean, look, we paid Cam million, uh, Cam Newton a million dollars. I mean, it's obvious we didn't have any money. <laughs> okay. Right. So That's anytime you say, well, he's they, they adjusted right. that. I mean, we didn't have any money. Now we don't spend enough money, even mm-hmm. though we spent a bunch of money last year. You may be misled as an ignorant outsider to believe we spent money because you think we spent $250 million and pay John O. Smith $12 million a year, and Hunter Henry, $12 million a year, and Nelson Aguilar, $10 million. No, no, we don't actually spend nearly as much money as anybody else, except if I look other places, if I go to the websites, they tell me the Patriots spend more money at wide receiver than anyone in the NFL. They wide spend second most t- in yeah. tight end. So, Bill, I'm confused. Are you spending money or you're not spending money? Actually, Bill, I don't really care. The bottom line is you missed the playoffs, and now you're trying to divide and conquer the audience. And it worked. I got tweets immedi- immediately. You think Robert will open up the purse strings and actually spend some money, or is he keeping all the beer money? So it worked. There's a certain portion of the fan base, pro-Bill, that is going to say, this is Robert's fault. He doesn't spend. Whereas I might actually lean more towards the Robert side that goes, John O. Smith, what have I gotten back out of him? That's a lot of money. I'm Even Hunter Henry, nice player. Is he worth being the second highest tight end in football, like $12 million a year? Am I getting playmaking? I heard on the Greg Hill Show this morning, Dante Scarnecchia say a comment that I'm not sure if he meant it to be a shot, but it was very matter-of-fact. Mac Jones' best receivers run out a little bit and catch the ball. <laughs> They're not playmakers. His two best receivers, Jacoby Myers and Hunter Henry, are not playmakers. By the way, that was Matt Patricia's favorite call. Run out a little bit, catch the ball. That was, <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> Backyard football. Right, You're drawing in you your chest. You, you just kind of point Five and go steps this and way. Crisscross. <laughs> but the biggest point is what you said, Mego. It's all defensive. It's deflective. It's it's not acknowledging the issue or getting to the root of the issue or even having a an adult, mature conversation about the issues. Nuh-uh, nuh-uh, we don't spend that much money. If you average it out, we don't spend that much money. It's like a little kid, and it's like, okay, relax. Can we actually talk about the issue? I, I find that annoying. I, I, to me, going back to the wide receiver tight end spending, if you combine those numbers, I wrote about this over the summer, if you combine those numbers, they are so far and away ahead of the second the second team in spending in the, those combined categories. Essentially, just pass catchers. Right. They spend so much more. I can't even remember the second team. I'll go and look it up at some point. But it, it's galling, and we wouldn't care. Nobody would care if you were winning. Right. If you were getting production. But you, Forget even winning. If you were a high-powered offense that was kind of fun to watch, even if you're still losing, you'd be like, well, at least they're making big plays. They're exciting. Max throwing for 300, even though you they're They're boring. They're not good on third down. They're not good in the red zone. You know what happens on third down in the red zone? You need somebody to make a play, and they don't have playmakers. They so that's why I would say I lean towards Robert's side of saying, what's the return on my investment in these tight ends, these wide receivers? 
I'm not seeing it. I'm up in my box, checking my fantasy scores. Guess what? Your players don't affect my fantasy scores because you'd have to be an idiot to have Patriots playmakers on your fantasy team. Don't you think it's going to come down to the offensive coordinator situation or just the coaching staff scramble that they're going to make overall when Belichick, Belichick has told us he's going to sit down with Robert Kraft, obviously, and talk about the plan going forward. And I think Kraft will be willing to open the wallet if he says, look, I'll buy you the sports car again. But this time you got to put more than two gallons of gas in it. Because, like, we got to drive further than that. that. That's what it was to me. Or, like, put some tires on it. Because it's not going anywhere the Round way that you tires. Don't put that, square tires on this right. car but like you like, did this year. And not those little donut things you can only go a certain speed with. That's, Real tires. That's performance the way it feels, tires. Because if anything, you know, another takeaway that I would have, and Andy, I know you don't agree with this, but I do side a little bit more with Arcan here. In watching that game against the Bills, I go, there is talent on this team. And oh, yeah. maybe it's not the incredible explosive talent between Josh Allen and Steph Diggs, but how many other teams out there have combos like that? Even when you look down at Miami with Tyree Kill, it's like, okay, who knows what the future is going to be with Tua there if they're going back to the drawing board with the quarterback. I think you look around and that pairing is very much cream of the crop between Bengals, between Bills. I mean, we can... The pairing. Cherry pick. Yeah, Burrow, a couple Chase is pretty like good, that. I'd no, say. And those, yeah. That's saying, why those are the pairing teams. Well, yeah. these are, you can cherry but pick just a few. How many teams don't have either? Because you don't have either. You don't have the quarterback or the number one playmaker. There's but teams guess, like Patrick Mahomes is the quarterback, and you were allowed to get rid of one of his number ones. He's got Kelsey. Guess what? I bet when Kelsey leaves, he still throws her 4,500 yards and wins 12 games because he's Patrick Mahomes. He's a great quarterback. You don't have either. You don't have the quarterback, or I shouldn't say you don't. You it's looking less likely that you have the quarterback and you don't have the playmaker. I think well, he's regressed. And I, I just want to say, Arkan, to your point that you made at the top of the show, I watched that yesterday. And um, we're, we're talking so much about pass catchers, but your running backs, like Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, fight the hell out of getting every yard, every extra yard that they can. Like, those guys battle. And Damian's probably not going to be back. Ramondre, you're going to build around for a little bit. But I look at it and I go, I don't think it's so much the roster. So I feel that when Bill goes back to Kraft and talks about the offseason spending that they're planning, Kraft is going to have to hold this upper hand of, if you bring in these players, who's going to be managing them? Because you have proven this year that as incredible of a coach you are, you can't manage every little thing. You can't manage all of your coaches. You know, when you put it in their hands, I need to know that the delegation is going a responsible way. Well, you brought up Dable. Like, I always think of him who's a low-level Patriots assistant. True. Wide receivers coach. When you have brains like that that prove themselves subsequently, that rise up the rank, or Josh McDaniels, when he's behind Charlie Weiss, when Matt Patricia is behind Eric Mangini. Bill right? O'Brien coming in as a freaking intern. Bill O'Brien, like... That's the depth of your staff, and I don't even know how you go about measuring that. It's like we see this with there was a Washington staff that had like McVeigh and Shanahan. Like you don't know. I remember. No, but like (laughs) the value of that, it's it's hard to measure because you don't know what the guys are going to grow to be. You don't know what their upside is. But I think you look back on it and go, wait a minute, we had the best offensive line coach maybe in the history of football. We had a high end offensive coordinator. We had position coaches that would go on to be high-end coordinators and or head coaches, you had a good staff. It wasn't all just Bill. Is he great? But it's easier to manage that than it is now where you bring in special teams guy over and going to have to teach him how to coach the quarterback position and what offense. Be- like, I just, 
Sometimes we we forget how good the coaching staff was at the lower levels and isn't anymore. I think one thing that, and one of Bill's biggest miscalculations here, outside of the coaching, because we all agree, I mean, that was a huge whiff, but you guys just sort of made me think of it. When you have a quarterback like Mac Jones, the best way to elevate him is to put great weapons around him or to trade for a Hill or a Hopkins or, yep. you know, one of these guys, Devontae Parker. Adams, whoever. Devontae Parker? Not Devontae Parker. Oh, I was just... <laughs> Using the example of the, the other Devante would be a nice one. Yes. Um, but yeah, you know, that's that's generally if you want to get the most out of a young, sort of inexperienced in between quarterback like Mac Jones, you do that. If you have a group of wide receivers like the team the Patriots have right now, of Parker and Bourne and guys who would probably be threes on a lot of the teams I just mentioned, a great quarterback can elevate a group of wide receivers like that. Brady's done it before. Yep. You know, I mean, that's that's sort of how that worked. Patrick Mahomes is kind of doing that right now with the Chiefs. They don't have great wide receivers in Kansas right. City right now. Kadarius Tony and Smith Schuster, those guys aren't that much better than what the Patriots have, if they even are at all. It's just you put that group with that quarterback and no one's elevating anybody. And that's why they're all having the worst seasons of their career. Like every single player except for Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers, I think had one of the worst uh, seasons of their entire careers this year. Oh, yeah. And I think it's just Ramondre. Ramondre took a jump. Even Jacoby Myers. Now, some of it was injury related. Myers, his numbers were down. He was good. He was fine. But I don't think he progressed. And so I've come down to this overly simplified theory with football. You either have to have a top five quarterback or a top five roster if you want to be a contender. And Robert Kraft wants to be a contender. He has said that a number of times. It's really that simple. The great quarterback can lift the roster. The great roster can deal with the mediocre quarterback. Patriots don't have either. And I agree with the talent aspect of what you said, Mego. They have talent. Like, I don't think they're without talent across the board. The problem is... I think where they're missing it is the important places, the top of the roster, the the number one cornerback, elite, number one receiver, quarterback. Like in numbers, that's not far. Oh, we're only a couple players away, but they're the hardest players to find in the sport. Like they're really difficult. So, yeah, I like Jacoby Myers. I fight with Christian about it all the time. Christian thinks he's great. I think he's good. Not you, Christian. Sorry, the other Christian. Other Christian. Fourier. Um, I hate Jacoby Myers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, do you? I like Jacoby Myers. Oh, me too. I hope they keep him. Everybody honestly. likes but if, Jacoby Myers. Except what when if, he's throwing a lateral at the end of the, the No, oh, even the then, people oh. see, look, even then, people still like yeah. Jacoby Myers. I did not like him. That Why was do you like even mention bullying. that? Yeah, that's bullying. God, that's picking so on. Mean. No, it isn't. Don't yes, judge a person are. by their worst moment. I think I've heard that quote. Well, okay. Is that Gandhi? I don't know. I yeah. think it might have been somebody like that. <laughs> Obama. Stephen Belichick, maybe. Uh, 617-777-ROMO. <laughs> yeah, right. 793-7. Uh, Dan Deerdorf. Let's uh, get to some phone calls right after uh, trending. By the way, in trending, we have an update on Tamar Hamlin. Here's uh, Ryan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
We're right back to it. Arcan and Mego on WEEI. You know, our record is you know, right around 500, which is what it's been kind of all year. Um, with that comes some good things and some not so good things. Nobody's satisfied with that. That's not our goal. And we need to try to improve on that. Need to improve on it. That's all of us. Accountability everywhere. Starting with me, coaching staff, players, each unit. Um, are all things that we will address. And that process will start uh, probably later today. It'll be a comprehensive course of action, uh, as it always is. Not, I don't see the process being really any different. Um, but we need to have better results, and that's that's really the bottom line. Bill Belichick today. I love how uh, when they do those last press conferences. We're going to get started right as soon as I'm done. I haven't thought one second about it, but as soon as this press right. conference is over, I am going to guy I'm going to burn the midnight oil. Well, I laughed at that <laughs> one. Nothing else. The Brady year, he said that. The right, season yeah. ended, the Titans game the next day. Really, I know there's big picture questions, but we haven't even thought of You haven't even thought about the fact that Tom Brady could leave the franchise this offseason? Like, come on now, what are we doing here? And he may be truthful. Like, do we buy that that he compartmentalized because that was one of the arguments with Billy O'Brien. Like he wouldn't do that to Matt like, call Billy O'Brien in December and say, hey, uh, you going to come back when you're done right. at Alabama? Do we believe that he's that structured and com- compartmentalized? Like, now we can call Billy O'Brien today because season, his season's over, our season's over. We can actually proceed into the offseason. I say this just totally speculating here, but I feel like it's a difference between thoughts and actions. So when he's saying, like, I, I haven't even begun, begun to thought of, to think about that. Liar! If I can talk. Uh <laughs> I, that's not true. Of right. course he's thinking about it. Has he taken the actions? No. Has he had the conversations? No. Like that that that's my reading of it, the way that he operates. Has he picked up the phone for anybody? Back channeled anything? No, because the season's still going. Yeah. That will start today. But of course he's thinking about it. What do you think? Like Bill O'Brien, he sees something and Bill O'Brien pops into his head and he's like, Not no, today. No, 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 Satan. no, no Bill O'Brien. No Bill O'Brien. Get out of my head. <laughs> I don't know. I always go back to my high school coach who went with the old uh, six P's, the prior planning prevents piss poor performance theory. You love that. I do. I know. Because it makes sense. Prevents piss poor performance. Like, you just wait till the end. Well, guess what? You might be scrambling, which I feel like they were last year. And what happened? How'd that go? How'd that go with Brady? Mm. How'd that go with Gronk? Yeah, you're shrugging, but none of it went well. No, uh, it certainly didn't. Um, I think that when you you get into this conversation here about this offseason and what this process is going to be like and and where the directions of things are going to go, you can't expect Bill Belichick to give an honest answer about this because Bill Belichick is in charge of all of it. Can he compartmentalize all of this? Like, I kind of hope not because if you just talk about everything like it's all separate, then you ignore very obvious connections to other things that you need to be conscious of. And I hope that that's not what he's doing because it sort of looks like maybe that's what happened here. That's why you bring in two coaches who are totally unqualified for the job that they're doing, maybe because you thought, well, I'm only, you know, thinking about one thing at a time. Uh, You have to sort of understand how these things can affect everything else. So I hope that Bill's not just just compartmentalizing all of it. I hope that he's understanding how it's all connected because at this point, I think a lot of the decisions that he made had really far-reaching implications 
on the coaching staff, with the players on the field, with the play caught, like all of it, it all really went to hell this year. Like <laughs> from the top down, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I hope it's not all just, well, this is the offense and this is the defense and I'm not going to think about that. Like you have to think about it all. It's all connected and right. it all really took a big step back this year. Absolutely. And you'd almost, while you were saying that, it's almost like the general contractor who's building a house. Like, right. If if the electrician shows up before the walls are built, he's useless, right? right? Like there's an order of operations, and I would say building a football team is like that. Like you have to have a coach that you trust, then he has to have a scheme you trust, then he has to share the scheme with the quarterback and the other, and then they pra- – like there's a process there, and if you don't have that process figured out, planned for, oiled up, like it's not going to work. I'm just picturing – Cam Accord is the plumber and like pipes just bursting all over the house, oh. like falling down the stairs. It's like just Curly like, and the Three clank, Stooges clank, where clank, he clank, builds clank, himself you know. into a cage of pipes. Or they like walk down in the basement is just flooded. This is where I feel bad. <laughs> and then they're I think like, we crossed a line. <laughs> and then the homeowner's like, again? <laughs> you flooded again? Jeez, Cam, I don't know if I'm going to hire you anymore. <laughs> but we bring him back again. Yeah, yeah, one one more time. <laughs> like the plumber's up on the roof trying to towel the roof. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. That was that one You're was more about bully. Joe Judge. You're a bit of a bully. My uh, me? She's yeah. mean today. You notice how mean she's being? Well, she takes her joy from firing. <laughs> I know. It's just Mitt one Romney. position. <laughs> Maybe he can find something else to do with the team. Well, but he is actually kind of progressed through the path of special teams coach. He's not really the example of Judge and Patricia where he's fish out of water that's okay true. does that make him good he's a that fish makes it that's worse, drowning doesn't it? yeah <laughs> like that's what he's supposed to be good at oh now who's mean <laughs> i know you lured me into it see that's proof that like in groups bad things happen um is the coaching is staff an, is that another saying yeah from your is <laughs> from that what old coach is no that, that one's not as great high school coach that one doesn't roll you? off the tongue quite as well listen be loners <laughs> loners are better um, see is, bill's a loner great coach yeah when, when tom brady's around Oh, wow. This is when he's great. We went there. When we he's went the greatest. There. I know. Well, we had to go there at some we point. We went to the Chris Curtis show. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, is, uh, is Bill Belichick, in his mind and in your mind, do you think that this coaching staff is a Bill O'Brien away from being fixed? I'm sorry. I'm still think- you need to ask him first. I'm still thinking about the pipes person. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is it, I would say. Would that fix, like, basically the, everything? The coaching staff. Yeah. Absolutely. I thought it would have fixed it last year if you just let Nick Cayley call offensive plays yeah. and rotated the dial of Patricia and Judge to where they belong, defense and special teams. So, yeah, if you had Billy O'Brien, now, doesn't get past the talent issue. You don't that's think that's overrating next. Bill O'Brien a little bit, though? Like No. He's one of the best offensive minds of this generation. I may have overstepped my bounds there. I don't know if he's one of the best offensive minds. You love Nick Cayley, though. Oh, I do love Nick Cayley. Mac did Jones you, had to teach him the offense at did, Alabama. Did, well, he had to teach him what they did. Right. But if you look at what Billy O'Brien did as an offensive coordinator early in his career in college at Georgia Tech, Mm -hmm. then he comes to the Patriots, starts low, makes copies, works his way back up, leads that Gronk Hernandez offense, teaches those guys, has immediate success with him, with Tom Brady. I know, it always was with Tom Brady. But then what he did as a leader at Penn State in one of the... Without being dramatic, one of the worst jobs you could have taken in history. I agree with that. Yeah. Like, just to the point where they're basically buildings had to be knocked down because they were sort of crime scenes. Right. Like, that was hellacious. Succeeded there, goes to Houston, makes the playoffs multiple times with multiple quarterbacks. Like, I do think there's a track record there of success that is impressive, is a little Dable like, collecting experiences all over football so that when I get my final shot, because the it went off the wheels. 
in Houston because when because Jack Easterby po- came in and fired everybody, right? But also I mean, in part because Billy O took over personnel power, made yeah. some terrible trades. Just do I trust him to come in and call plays and no offense? Yes. Now the funny thing is, a lot of the Alabama peeps. I don't know if you followed any of that. Want him the hell out of town? Yeah, they're done with him. But whatever, screw them. I mean, I they pretty good in that game. I want to ask you something. <laughs> yeah. about something that happened in yesterday's game. Going back to it real quick, uh, because we're talking about Nick Cayley. You see. After uh, after Mac threw the pick to Nelson Aguilar, Hunter Henry lose his ever living mind on the sideline. Oh no! Going back to the sideline, I missed it. Lost his mind, and apparently uh, Nick Cayley had to come over and like calm him down. See, good leadership. And I well, I just think it's. I mean, he's spoken. Who was on he mad? Station. Who was he mad at? I don't know. Huh? Just like, it, but we talk about Mac. You know, mfing the sideline for those three weeks towards the end of the season, and it's like, oh, his buddy Hunter seems to be right. right there. Well, but, I mean, that was the season on the line, True. and that was a play that was sort of took it in the wrong direction when you were in the game that maybe you didn't even think you were going to be in, but you had a puncher's chance. But, no, I found it interesting this morning. Did you hear Dante Scarnecchia again on the Greg Hill Show say, you know, talking about Nick Cayley's contract being expired, they asked if there's anybody that makes sense internally to get the job, and he said, well, yeah, it's the same guy it would have made sense previously, Nick Cayley. But what would you have to offer him to keep him and give him the job? Almost like Nick Cayley suddenly has a little leverage here. And, yeah, Bill, you're going to make it worth my while to hang yeah. around? Because I could go somewhere else well, and take a, a look promotion. Where else, I want you to be going? by my side. I'm going to open my world to you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, how many, Las Vegas people, is how many obvious, people followed but. him? I mean, you know, Josh McDaniels took Lombardi's kid. I mean, yep. people followed him right out the door. They didn't stick around here. <laughs> like, they well, went, this is not an easy place to work. That's what I'm and saying. And Bill admits yeah. that. Bill and also, McDaniels will give him a real uh, title, coordinator title, too. Probably some money. Yeah. But he might have, yeah, you're looking skeptically over there. He might I'm have other thinking, options. Yeah, no, I'm wondering what the other options are. Because, uh, look. Gerard Mayo gets the head coaching job in Arizona and Nick Cayley's his offensive coordinator. It's not like the Raiders, like the Raiders is, you know, the top of the league in terms of places to work right now. Like it's not like that's a no, perfect not, situation to waltz secure. into. If <laughs> they don't be, have enough money to fire you. If so you're right. going to be an offensive coordinator, <laughs> if you're going to promote yourself. Yeah, but I, I think also you didn't get promoted here. There's part of it is opportunity elsewhere, but also you're a little annoyed you got passed over here. So and but with all these staffs, the moving pieces in the NFL, and if Gerard Mayo, for example, gets an opportunity somewhere, there's he could certainly bring him with him. I would think. Yeah, definitely. Let's go to the phones here. What do you say? 617-779-7937. There's the phone number. Uh, let's go democratically here. It looks like Deuce PK has been waiting the longest. Go ahead, you Deuce. You just want to talk to him. because He's he been waiting the longest. Hi, Hi, Deuce. I'm what's up? I want to apologize for saying that the Patriots going to win, but you told me not to believe in that. So thank you I told for, you not to believe? Yeah, you should listen to me, Deuce. I, I wouldn't lead you, you astray. Know, actually, what I did, I went, I went to go see Avatar in 4D. So that's, thank okay. you for that. Oh. All right, very good. How was it? Super but, uh, long, right? I wanted to just say... What do you guys think about, does uh, Kraft and Belichick sit down and actually talk to, does, or does Belichick talk to Kraft the way he talks to the media? No, and I don't. Cam, how, you doing on the, no. Cam, how you doing on the popcorn? What? what are you doing on the what? Popcorn? On the popcorn. I don't know. Thanks for the call, Deuce. I uh, appreciate it. That's your guy. Um, so behind the scenes. Yeah, no, they have meetings where the, I, people have for years that documentary where Bill was kind of dismissive of Robert. Him off on the and he's weather. like eating nuts yeah. or something while he talks to him and basically tells him to get out of his office and does treat him dismissively. Right. And Kraft's um, telling him to like watch out for the snow or something. No, I think <laughs> when they have these meetings, and it's I don't think it's just Robert and Bill. I think Jonathan's there and there might be a couple others. I think it's business meetings. Like, I'm the boss. and Because I do, 
I think people forget that sometimes. This is Kraft's team. Mm-hmm. He has given a lot of the power to Bill for a long time because he earned it and it was the right thing to do and it worked out. I think we're getting closer to Robert and Jonathan, the Kraft family, reasserting themselves as, I don't know, the New England Patriots belong to the Kraft family, not the Belichick family. Um, but, yeah, I think I think there are legitimate conversations in those meetings. I don't think he's dismissive of Robert. Right. I wouldn't be if I were him, not with the uh, recent results. Let's go to Pam and Quincy. Hi, Pam. Hey, how are you guys doing? Great, Pam. How are you? Um, good. I'm not sure if this question was a- asked or if you happen to know the answer. But with respect to the being 27th in um, the hierarchy of um, spending money mm-hmm. for the past three years, you know that? Yeah. What Belichick said. Did anyone ask or do you know what the differential is between the first and the 32nd team? Andy. I don't know that. Nope. Um, I was I'm hoping Andy right. did or maybe Mego did because I honestly when he cash, said that, I thought, yeah. how could that be if they were first one year? How could you, even if you were 32nd the other two years, how does that take first down to 27? So I think total cash yeah. spending, Rams are first, and then it goes Bills-Browns. Well, I mean, it is a, it's a fluctuating number mm-hmm. because first of all, any like the Packers, when you hand Aaron Rodgers fifty million or whatever the signing bonus is, right? Your cash spending for that year jumps through the roof. Right. On your cap, it's divvied over the next six years of the contract. So that's where, if you have a splash that has signing bonuses, now they don't always have signing bonuses. Sometimes the signing bonuses are low, and the next year you have an option bonus, and like, so it is. It's tough to really compare apples to apples sometimes, just because. The timeliness of it matters. I will say what we were talking about a few minutes ago in terms of the tight ends and the wide receivers, the number in 2022, this, the payroll for the Patriots is $69.8 million. And I was talking about how the second most spending team in those combined category of pass yep. catchers is so far behind. It was the Jags at 538 Hmm. So fifteen plus million dollars yeah. or whatever difference, and then it really 25%. fell off after that. So then, I mean, it goes to the Rams at forty eight point six. So then you're at the Giants at forty seven point seven. I mean, that is a huge gap in terms of what you're getting in production. For yeah, it to be spending that much more. But we all know that for the most part, most NFL teams are within what five percent of the salary cap in just right. the salary cap dollars from year to year, the overall average of all your contracts and. And money. So the cash spending, it also matters how you divvy it up over how many years. If you give a guy, you know, fifty million on a two year deal, that's different than you give him fifty million on a five year deal. Sure. So I don't know, I feel like we need Tell more. Talk about uh, Jacoby Myers there specifically. Jacoby <laughs> Myers. Some people think Jonathan Jones is a yeah. four year fifty million dollar player who was chasing Stefan Diggs. I was gonna uh, say I don't, I don't yes, know how much was. of a case he made. No. Um, that slot was... guy. He's, he needs to say, no, 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 I'm Okay, a but they player. all are. Like, they're all saying that. I, I, I know I'm exaggerating, but doesn't it, doesn't it feel that? Yeah, because they don't have it. Jack what the... Jones. Jack Jones wants to cover everybody. Yeah, well, he does, one, yeah. and that's why I was intrigued <laughs> by him. Get, if yeah. he can get back yeah. on the field. If he shows up for whatever, his massage on time or whatever the hell he was missing. All right, by the way, did he miss the workouts or was he late for him? Because if you're late for him, this seems like a very extreme response. Maybe even if he missed him, it's an extreme response. But I heard he was late for some work for some rehab. You're going to suspend the guy two weeks for being late? Could he be a um, a tool for Belichick's? Um, okay, I didn't know where we were tool, going yeah. with that. <laughs> well, he could be a tool. I don't know the guy, but he seems like nice. The times I've talked <laughs> he to him, fell to the fourth round for being a tool. I think. No, but That's could exactly he why. be an implement? No, that of... was for criminal activity. Oh. Yeah, whatever that it was at the. Uh... Chinese restaurant. Panda, panda, panda. Yeah. Um, but no, no, like, 
is it possible that some other people were late and like he was the last straw and then he paid and it's like a message? No, no, no. This isn't what we do here. This mm-hmm. isn't the organization. The Because I said, Burt Breer tied this into culture. Like that there's an issue with the culture of the team and maybe there's too many of these guys that are not necessarily off the reservation or way out of whack. Just like, no, no, no. We, we show, you know, Tom Coughlin. If you're, if you're on time, you're late. Like we have a structure. We expect you to be at every... If you have a physical therapy appointment at 1030, 1040's not okay. 1027 is okay. Like be there early. And is it possible that he just was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back and had to pay the consequences? They're out partying too too late with the punter. The bad boy Could Jake be. Bailey, the punter out there. Uh, There's no a bad example for everyone. Is there any <laughs> doubt that I would do that? If I went on IR in a bad season, like rookie year, and I kind of hit the rookie wall, mm-hmm. absolutely would I that's when I would start partying. Yeah. No, no, no question about that. I think that's that. normal. Um, sure. Uh, let's try Barry in Bedford. Uh, what do you say, Barry? How's it going? How you doing? I thought the, the biggest statement this morning by Belichick was on Mac Jones. And if you look at Mac, the last six games of last year to the six games of this year, the numbers are very similar. They're, in, they're inconsistent and they're average. And I think, I think Bill, regardless of the coaching change this year on the staff, I think he expected Mac to show some improvement and kind of put this team on his back late in the year. And you didn't see that. You saw the antics, what happened in Vegas, him trying to take out uh, the, uh, Eli Apple in Cincinnati, some of the poor play there. And his statement this morning kind of leads me to believe that, you know, I think he's kind of just thinking, oh, this guy is closer to Kyle Orton than he is Kirk Cousins. And, and he's going to look for other, uh, maybe an option, other option out there, maybe this year or next year. All right, thanks for the call, Barry. Um, I missed the part in the Raiders game where uh, Mac ran up the field and yelled at Jacoby lateral it to me. Yeah, it's Mac's fault. <laughs> it's true. Uh, it wasn't a great attempt at the it, tackle, but I don't know who I, I'm the quarterback. Everybody else, stop pretending to be the quarterback. And is it me, or did he just brush under the, the rug? You know, regardless of the coaching changes, he expected Mac to be better, damn it. Like, excuse me? Like, you gave him a defensive coach. How can you not expect it to – well – whether you expected it to work out or not, sure. how can you not accept it when, oh, yeah, this didn't go as well as I thought it would? Yes, like, but he does have a point, and that point is that even last year with Josh McDaniels, the great Josh McDaniels, he still fell apart at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, because that and was that's the, what most, that was the most classic example of the rookie wall ever. <laughs> sure, but it still happened case. It still happened two straight years. Yeah, he you know, fell with a great apart. one, and the, yeah, with a great uh, offensive Before coordinator, this and this year with a bad one. They were having him throw 17 screens a game. Like, what was he supposed to do in that operation? Yeah. I would also argue that Belichick's Patriots have fallen apart late in the year for four straight years. That's true. So maybe that's the that. head coach's problem, not the quarterback's problem, because yeah. it's been three different quarterbacks, and it's been the same results. That's a fair point as well. Uh, we'll examine that exact uh, thing. Bill Belichick, what he said about Mac Jones. Does he have any faith left in Mac? And what did Mac have to say after the game as well? All that coming up with your phone calls next. With Mac Jones... Um health permitting is is he a player that you envision being your starting quarterback next season or is this a position position you need to reevaluate this offseason well i think there's uh you know mac has the ability to um you know to play quarterback in this league and you know we have to all work together to try to you know find the best um and most uh, you know best way to as a as a football team um which obviously the quarterback's an important position to be more productive than we were this year. And so that's incumbent upon all of us, and we'll all work together on that. And, and again, look for better results. 
Hey, you know, Andy, Megan, you know what I like about you guys? You have the ability to host a radio show in Boston. Some would debate. <laughs> you have the ability to do that. Not everyone would agree with Not you. Not saying we that. want you to, or you even will. Right, but, but I do think you have the ability. And with a lot of work and a lot of prayers and, you know, us all banding together, maybe someday we could, uh, you know what I mean? What a, what a thing to say. Uh, Bill Belichick talking about Mac Jones says he has the ability to be a quarterback in the NFL, and we all got to work together to make that happen, I guess. You know, I don't play quarterback in this league. Okay. Does that mean here, or does that mean he's trying to pump his tires for a trade? That's a great, great uh, that's a great question. Uh, real quick, it's the football postseason. Not for the Patriots, though. Winner go home. Boston Sports Original has all the news, all the takes, and all the games. WEEI's coverage of the NFL playoffs, sponsored by Wise Snacks. Go to wisegameday.com for your chance to win one of 100 authentic pro football jerseys. I'm going to take this off the rails for a second because Andy is over here licking chips. Yeah, and the they're Sour good. cream and onion Wise chips. Absolutely. Can you explain this? It gives you a more intense uh, digestion of flavor. So weird. You don't eat the chip. <laughs> no, I, I eat the chip after. Flavor. You after eat, you, you lick it, you eat and the then you bear, eat it. the bear chip that you just yeah you stripped of it, all its taste, and then eat it. They should put that on the bag. You know, it's like, hey, you know, you can enjoy this with some nice homemade hummus. No, just put that. Lick it first, then eat it. It helps with the. Would you say digestion of flavor? Yeah, you get it. That's it, not a phrase. What do they call? Nobody's that? ever said that. What do the druggies call it when they put it like right in their vein? Mainline. Mainlining. Right? It's like yes. mainlining sour cream and onion. Boom! Right on your tongue. Okay. Taste you. buds. Enjoy it. Can I ask you, can Thank I ask you for taking a us off the rails. Yeah, when you are home with your family, like your your immediate family, mm. and you guys are doing chips and dip, do you lick that chip Great before question. you dip it? No, 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 no. Because I actually prefer plain chips in the dip. Well, yeah, I'm talking, but like, so the, there's no reason if to you're lick eating a, a Tostitos chip. chip or something, like or tortilla no, no, no. chip, don't you want to lick the salt no, and no, then no, dip no. it? To the get only it things more I generally salt? lick are the the really well flavored ones. Sour what if it's a hint of lime? Um, no. Salt and vinegar. Salt and vinegar is good. Yeah. Barbecue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, if the you ridges dip that... are easier to lick because it holds up to the force of your tongue. What if you're doing like a spinach dip with that or something? No, I like plain with the dip. Okay. Am I the so, only one that thinks licking potato <laughs> chips sounds like something people did in the Great Depression? <laughs> you know and I mean? then save it for later? <laughs> right. You lick it now, you'll eat it later. Yeah, you kids, you, meals, gotta make you split that one chip. <laughs> and you can lick both sides, so now it's three meals. You lick one side, you come back later and lick the other. Yeah. Uh, something along those lines. I don't lines. know why people find this so weird. It is. It's very have weird. Have you talked about this on the radio before with Fitzy or someone? I think other people have brought it up, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Why? Uh, the Swiss it, roll, I eat... Uh, and I might be a weirdo here. I don't just like bite it and eat it. I chew off like a rabbit all the little chocolate outer coating, and then I unroll the cake with the, and then I eat it like it's a flat. What the hell is the matter with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? You do too. I used to do that as Thank a little you. kid. What's wrong with like, you too? You know, like the fake ho hos, the little Debbie ones, because yeah. they're actually sorry. I think they're better than ho hos. Yeah, ho hos got a, like wow. weird dryness. That's to a it. very hot take. But too. yeah, the Swiss mm. Miss rolls or whatever yes. they are, Swiss mm-hmm. rolls. Yeah, you eat the chocolate out first, and then you roll it out as if it's you like could a like flatbread you want to see the way that it was made. Yeah, and then you can eat all the icing. Yes. Like it's a better overall a experience. I also think it spreads it out more. It. Yeah, people have yeah, also yeah. people have also told me that I'm gross. No, when but I that's eat. the <laughs> word that snobby like like food people use. Deconstructed. I eat deconstructed Swiss rolls. Arkan has no interest. Ar- in Ar- I also lick potato chips. Do you lick potato chips? 
Why do you sound? Was this a? Was this one of the? I was um, probably eating. I'm worried this about one of the post game right calls that no, you had to do it like the, one in the These morning. are summer shows, so Andy, okay. you know, before he made his way out to the boat to go sit in the sun and lick <laughs> potato chips, that's true. Had to do a radio show on a Saturday. I think. <laughs> Sorry, Arcan, I just hijacked that. It's okay. I just find it fascinating. Don't worry about it. Okay, um, can I ask wait, my question you, now? You ask your question. Cheese? A good chip like, needs to be licked. Thank you. Posit your question, uh, Mister. Because this is a legitimate question that I want to get in before I get out of here, uh-huh. and I think it's a simple but complex one. I asked it to Fitzy last night, and he hemmed and hawed because, you know, he's Fitzy and he can't have an opinion. Mm-hmm. So. That's not nice. If you can choose just one in this crossroads off season, Mac Jones or Bill Belichick? Can I go first? Yeah, you go Absolutely. first. Mac Jones with a real coach, and I don't even have to think about it that long. Wow. Mac Jones with an offensive-minded coach. Um, uh, when I heard Mike McDaniel might get fired, when I saw that outkick thing the other day, I thought, oh, great. Okay, bring him in. Make him the head coach. Look what he just did with Tua. Yeah. And, look uh, what he just did with Tua. Yes, look Let's what he did with Tua. that example. And did his career. Not with the <laughs> concussions. Look what he did with him on the field. He turned him into Dan Marino this year. Tua doesn't know what I, he did. I keep okay. thinking that you're going to go a different direction. And you're like, he turned him into. Yeah, but, I mean, he had an outstanding year before the I'm concussions. A just fan. saying. Is I he mean, bringing Hill and Waddle with him? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't okay. know. If the next guy who comes in here has a different philosophy on how to spend on free agents and who to trade for and how to put an offense together, I don't trust Bill Belichick uh, with, in, with Mac Jones in his hands right now. I, I don't know how you could. I love the swift and definitive answer that he had. I don't know if it's the right answer. Mego. I'm not trying to be a contrarian just to Arcan. I would say that I that I would stick with Bill. So it's a good I question. Would. If I it's split been, the it's audience. It's been terrible this year. This is this has got to well, be rock bottom. Like the last this couple is, years haven't been great. No, but this is the worst. I mean, you could at least like I, I always feel like there's excuses and there's explanations. Anything he says to try to, like we started the show with him talking about, like, well, the, in the spending here and blah, 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 that's an excuse. It's not an explanation. The explanation is owning up to you put the wrong people in middle management on this team. Do you believe there's a difference between excuses and explanations? Yeah. Because I believe excuses say, are explanations if you're given late, by losers. If you're late for work because there's the same traffic every day and you're late, then that's an excuse. Traffic becomes a, an excuse. If you're on your way to work and a tractor trailer like jackknifed on falls <laughs> over onto seven cars and the whole highway is shut down and you can't get off the highway, that's an explanation. Okay. Sometimes there, sometimes things happen that are kind of out of your control and you have to roll with it and you can explain that. But if you're just you don't account for the traffic that you see every day, that's an excuse. Okay. But so I, I split the I split the panel here. That tells me it's a decent question. It is a good question. Expert sports, because some of it is. Where would you go? Uh, and I say that me. I say this as a Mac apologist. Like I, I'm, I, I would, I want to see Mac back here. Uh, so next you'd rather year Bill with another quarterback. quarterback? Yes. If it had to be one or the other, you'd rather Bill with another starting quarterback than Mac with a different coach. See, you've already muddied the water though, because you picked Mike McDaniel, who is seen as a not necessarily him. No, no, no but I'm just saying. I like, take Sean McVay. Too. Yeah, young, innovative <laughs> offensive coaches. Did you hear yesterday on uh, one I of the Cliff. NFL shows? Like, and they were talking about Mike Vrabel's. I would take job. Him a, I know you're. I want to trade with him. Bill for we him were, like four years we ago. We were on air last year, and you were yeah. talking about trading Bill for Vrabel. Love him. I'm yeah, out on Vrabel. If you give me I'm Matt down Jones, on right Schefter, now. I think and Mike it was Schefter, was saying. I, I don't remember. I can't. I can't attribute this to him. But was saying that his job's in jeopardy. Uh, I would take him in a heartbeat. I would consider moving on from. Bill. I think he's too defensive minded, and I don't know that that would help Mac Jones out very much. I want an offensive guy to to be in charge of Mac Jones. How about Cliff Kingsbury? I think he's Vrabel did, did, dismantled that offense. You know, well, I don't know. I mean, I think he rides the offense for what it is. He has Derrick Henry. He rides Derrick Henry. 
Like, I think Tannehill stinks. We also had A.J. Brown, you know? <laughs> yeah, and then his GM traded him away. True, I know. But then the GM's gone, and soon he's going to follow. I know. Um, no, I would, um, I think I would go with Mac Jones because an age is a significant factor in this yeah. debate for me. Bill is old. I know people don't want to acknowledge that or allow for that. He's going to be 71 years old when he takes the field next year. Yeah, I can confirm that. <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Birth certificate. Uh, that's old. Release the birth certificate. So uh, even if he's still decent, which I think there are legitimate questions as to whether the last two years have been some of the two worst coaching years of his career, Mac, I think, still has upside. I'll roll the dice on Mac. I may regret it. I may regret it, and Mac stinks too, but... I'm going to need to find a coach and a quarterback in the future anyway, so I might as well stick with Mac for a couple of years. All right. Arkan, I think I totally hijacked that. Can we continue the Mac talk in the next segment? Because there's a lot to break down. Can we continue the potato chip licking uh, talk in the next after no. after Andy's weirdo leaves? I'm going to go to my car and lick some chips. So we can talk about him behind his back is what okay, I'm saying. Sounds feels much easier. Uh, yeah, we'll continue with the Mac talk as well. And your phone calls at 617-779-7937. Um, also... Some of Bill's guys may be walking out the door. Some emotional moments yesterday uh, after that game at the podium and certainly in front of the lockers. Uh, we'll get to all of that next hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.